Hey there, listener. Um, been a while since I had sat and actually thought about recording an episode, and um, don't know why I did that today. Um, I guess I do have some idea. Um, and please bear with me as I transition from my Indian accent to my not so perfect American accent to somewhere in between. Ah, it's so difficult being this person. Well, um, today's episode, I did want to talk about something that has been, um, a topic of a topic that's been very personal, a topic that's been very uh, existent and present in my life, in my head, twenty four seven. But um, it's not been put out in the world so much or um, it's barely like a fleeting thought for other people and it doesn't have a lot of impact on the outside world. Um, I think I was about six or seven years old and I remember this time extremely well. I was sitting in on the floor of my balcony in my home in Nasik and I remember we used to have our food maybe it was summertime or something it was in the afternoon we were having our lunch mom had got all the utensils and the food out in the balcony and we were having our food there because it was a pleasant day and Um, we all were sitting on the floor and I remember she was sitting across me and she cut a tomato Um, and I remember the visual I I, I still remember that tomato (laughs) like it was a person and how it looked and um, what it was stuff like that and um I remember she cut it into four slices and she put, she asked me to take a bite of it and eat it, you know, as a salad. Um, Pretty common um, ritual for us to do while having food, you know, always have a side of either raw onion, cucumber, tomatoes, stuff like that, just to like balance out the um, the diet, I guess, and as I am, um, sitting there watching this, um, slice of tomato in front of me, it's weird because I don't know how I felt, I only remember how I felt afterwards, and, um, it's so difficult for me to even talk about this, but, I remember putting that corner of that slice of tomato in my mouth. 
and the sliminess and and the seeds and the the skin of it and i gagged i gagged and i just like i was like nope i don't want it and i've never had tomato since i mean i might have i might, obviously i have but it's not been like a a voluntary act like i i do have ketchup i love ketchup i um love eating vegetables and sabjis that have tomatoes in it and i grew up with people making fun of me telling me oh what you just ate had tomatoes and sort of like teasing me like ha 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 you you are such a drama queen you are not allergic to tomatoes and it's like no i'm not allergic i just i find it really 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 disgusting and i cannot stand um i cannot stand the thought of a tomato being in my mouth and um i've 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 told this incident to many of my friends and it's always like a um it's always like a funny thing people say like ha 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 you are so extreme or um yeah despite all of that we've made you or tricked you into eating tomato it never sat well with me um and you must be wondering <laughs> why is she going on about a fucking tomato uh slice but i want you to understand for someone who is 24 years old uh still having this hyper real um clear memory of this incident um is because it it really impacted my um perception of food and um what i wanted or i didn't want stuff like that and i think it's growing up in an indian family has been such a tough time for me with regards to this because i remember my mom has had this constant complaint uh of me not eating a lot because my portion sizes are not at all uh what an adult portion size should look like i would always ask for like smaller portions smaller plates and you know if i see a lot of food on my plate i'm i'm very overwhelmed by by it um so growing up um my mom was just frustrated with me because i would ask her to to make nice food fancy food like you know um foods that that felt good to me and i was like mom make um xyz sabji or make something and she should take hours to make it but i would end up eating like one chapati at max or like the tiniest bowl of rice 
and she would often complain she'd be like this girl asks me to make all these things for her she ends up not eating it and i would say but mama i'm i'm really full like i ate how much i could and um obviously that that is of no um it it doesn't hold any meaning in a mom's mind especially an indian mom's mind because no matter even if you eat like the whole uh vessel full of sabji it will never be enough uh like they have unrealistic expectations but um i could see that it it wasn't normal even for like someone of my age to be able to eat it but and i thought maybe i'm i'm just like i don't want to eat in front of other people i might have like social anxiety or something but i used to notice like when i would come back from my um middle school and i would be home alone my mom would be in school teaching and i'd be by myself in my home even then like food just felt such a chore like having that one chapati uh in the middle of the day after coming from school with no breakfast in my stomach and being hungry for more than 8 hours uh i would come home and um i'd be i would be starving i will not lie to you that i'm not hungry i i feel hungry 24/7 however the moment i would go and i would try to serve myself the food that mom had made i would just not i would just not be able to finish whatever is in my plate and it was it was almost like a ritual at a point i remember uh for a considerable number of years it was something like you know if i don't leave uh some of the food that's in my plate um then then it's not okay like something's wrong like i have to make sure whatever's in my plate i do not eat all of it i have to eat i have to leave behind something and it i don't know what was the logic behind it and it's like why do i keep doing this why do i leave like a portion of food and i would ask my dad to finish it up for me and he obviously was nice enough to do it so like dal and rice would be the typical meal um for dinner and i'd be like i cannot have the last two pieces of dal rice like it has to has to go to dad and i thought to myself like sometimes i would be like but you're still hungry why don't you just finish the two uh bites that you have um and when i would try to eat it i would feel nauseated or even gag um and it's the food that i feel comfortable with but it was just this ritual of like i cannot have food um or finish it up uh whatever's on my plate um so yeah i i grew up with this uh constant comment on my food that pruta doesn't eat a lot and um you know her portion sizes are small and she's very picky about things that she um would eat 
uh, I, re- I remember. So, like, tomatoes, that was, like, strict no-no. Uh, I don't know where exactly the yogurt hatred started, but um, I remember just, like, hating yogurt since I could ever think of, uh, you know, my uh, exposure to Indian food and whatnot, and just, like, um, I remember this time when we would sit together again for lunch or dinner, and, um, We'd sit there for lunch and dinner and uh, obviously yogurt is like a integral part of, of Indian meals and my mom would always have it with her food. Uh, like the rest of my family would just have it um, almost every day or every alternate day. So uh, during mealtime what would happen is uh, we all would we didn't have like a dinner table, so we would sit on the floor in, in our living room watching TV. So we'd have to gather all the utensils and the um, the food and all of that and bring it to the living room, right? So things like from plates to bowls to spoons, uh, water bottles and whatnot. Um, and there was always this question of, Okay, so we need to get the yogurt also because people need it on their food. And I would be, so I had the duty of bringing the food and either my dad or my brother would take away all the food after dinner. So while bringing the food uh, before dinner starts, there's always this thing like you had to bring the yogurt container from the fridge and I, I, I won't lie and say that I've never picked it up, but the times that I have, I have just felt so disgusted. And that's the word that comes to mind, you know, with most foods. I am just so disgusted with all of the foods around me most of the time. Um, so I remember, like, even touching anything that was close to that yogurt container in the fridge was so dramatic for me you know if you've seen people in like these uh, tv shows of fear factor and whatnot and there's there'll always be that chick who is like will be shivering and screaming the moment they put like a snake or a cockroach in in that glass um container where she has to stay and you know she's just like screaming and squealing that is what happens in my head um, when I think about yogurt or tomatoes, it's just alarms are going off, off and everyone's just screaming in my head like this is so disgusting. And even now that I'm talking, I'm just like so uncomfortable about it. It's 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 a lot. Um, yeah. So I remember this one time. And I don't need to badmouth my friend, but uh, they know who they are. Um, I was at a friend's place. This happened recently, like um, three, four years ago. I was at a friend's place and um, I'm pretty close to that friend. And I was um, hanging out and 
you know, they thought it'd be funny uh, since I was such a drama queen, quote-unquote, uh, regarding yogurt. Uh, they thought it'd be funny if they put that yogurt on my lips without my permission. And they did that. I was so offended and I was so disgusted and my body was just like on crazy alarm and I'm not a person who cries like just like that uh, especially when it comes to serious topics I would cry for the most dumbest of things like if you see like a cute thing on the internet but uh, when it comes to matters of being serious and stuff you usually don't shed a tear that quick so it was <laughs> quite the reaction that I had when um, this friend, uh, for fun, they thought it'll be funny to do that. They were like, oh, it's, it's mango yogurt. It's basically, it tastes like mango ice cream. And um, I was so offended. I think that's one of the things I don't think I'll ever forgive them for doing it. But I, at least I understand that that's, they don't understand what it is for me and how it feels for me. Um, but they did that. They put like the tiniest thing on my lower lip. And I remember crying and howling and I just wanted to scratch my lips off, you know, like I didn't want them to be a part of my body anymore because they had touched that forbidden uh, object. And even now that I think about it, I I can feel that disgust uh, on my lips. And it's just, it's it's very terrifying. And I hope it... I mean, I just feel like I wish you guys can understand what it feels like in my head. But at the same time, I feel like I wish you guys never understand because it's not a pleasant feeling at all to feel this much amount of disgust um, around something that is so normal for people, you know. Um, and it was the same regarding yoga too. Like... Um, people around me would like make fun of me oh we made chicken curry but it had yogurt in it what a uh, fake little person are you to uh, be so dramatic about it but I was okay if I couldn't taste it I didn't know about it beforehand or even if like, it was like concealed in it I was fine it's 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 not it's so hard to explain that it is not about the thing in itself. It's about what it is in my head. And it's like, it's so hard to get over those feelings. And it's not like it happened that one time and I'm over it. No, I have thought about it even on the most random day. You know, like I might be playing with my cat and I'm just like, Hey, you know that one time when you were like ultra disgusted by this one thing that happened which is supposed to be so normal and just like nobody even would make an issue about but you still hold on to it like it's some fucking trauma that you suffered. Um, I, I, 
to be honest it's hard to explain it to people without sounding like a entitled over sensitive person but even now like my mom and my dad are super super proud that you know i've learned how to cook and i make indian dishes and what not and you know the staple for an indian food is um onions and tomatoes that's like the basic for every gravy or sabji that you make and every time obviously now that i'm living here i have to cook my own meals most of the times but and i do end up touching tomatoes and i did the other day buy a yogurt my first yogurt in my whole life you know uh it was such a traumatic incident i was with my boyfriend and i told him oh, dude stay with me i am going to just gag here if i'm left by myself in the grocery store and it was like you know walking into a den of an animal um it was that scary for me um but yeah like when we make food i make indian food i have to make sure that there's tomato in there so every time i hold a tomato in order to cut it chop it for the food that i have i'm just like those thoughts are not the thoughts that you should have while cooking you know um that's what i'll say about that it's it's like every cell of my body is cringing at the same time it's like those purge alarms um but you not only hear it in your head but you feel it under your skin and you're touching it and it feels like your body should not be able to feel these these feelings but it does and it's it's disturbing and imagine feeling that and having to put that in the food that you are supposed to eat later and feel good about so um every time i um every time i i cook my food it's 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 a very hard thing to do especially um you know to handle vegetables or anything like i remember um growing up there used to be these uh peas in the pods um and sometimes the pods had um these caterpillars or some kind of insects and what not so i'm a very disgusting person i've played with animals and what not and insects and i've murdered them burned them and what not um out of curiosity of course i'm not like a evil person um so i'm comfortable with with all that grossness of animal and and killing them and torturing them however there used to be these uh green colored small caterpillar like situations <laughs> in uh peas um I used to call him Ari in Marathi and I was calling that word. Um, so these Ari used to be in, in these pea pods and 
I remember the way it wiggled and sometimes, you know, you couldn't even see it and it would just like you accidentally killed it and it popped and it's like, it's like popping pimple but it's the food that you're supposed to eat, like imagine that, like it's that level of gross but even more than that, that I felt um, or I still feel regarding the foods that I handle sometimes um, you know you can't and because of all of this like I go through these cycles of just like absolutely not being able to handle food which is the cycle that I'm in right now that I have I, I find it so hard to cook food for myself and my boyfriend that um it's just, yeah, I, I've been ordering food from outside, which is also very tough. But that will be for another episode. But point here is, like, because of such lapses in, in cooking and so much time goes by, all the fresh ingredients that I have in my kitchen, in my fridge, obviously they go stale and there's infection and whatnot. And oh my God. I hope like no person on this world gets to experience what I experience when I see a food that is spoiled. Like it's it's the worst thing. And the thing is that I remember these things for years then. Not just tomorrow, day after or in two weeks, four weeks. No, I remember it for years. And I, my memory is so strong with these things because my emotions are so strong that I can, even after years, if I, I if I think about it, I can smell the smell in my nose and it's just, it's a living hell, to be honest. And... It's not a pleasant thing to live with. Um, I shared uh, this incident and, and whatnot for today's podcast because uh, I've been battling with Arfid all my life. I fortunately, unfortunately got diagnosed um, recently um, because of crippling anxiety that I faced last year but uh, this has not been a fun journey at all you know eating disorders are something that uh, it's like you can't escape it you know if if you were to think about it like food water shelter literally basic needs and you, your brain is sort of like cross-wired regarding one of the basic needs. So imagine like out of 100% of the thinking that I do in a day, you know, 33% because food, water and shelter, right? 33% of it is food and, and none of it is pleasurable. You know, and it's not in isolation, right? 33% doesn't exist in isolation. 
food is connected with your travel plans it's connected with your outing with friends it's connected with how i feel about my energy levels uh, how i feel in my own body weight issues or um, you know being able to concentrate on something work issues productivity and the cycle is just so complicated it's more complicated than the crab cycle you know at this point i feel like i'm i'm willing and i'm open to at least learning crab cycle but i don't want to you know get into the cycle of how our food affects your life and all the aspects of your life but yeah i guess like i i listened to a bunch of podcasts today about our food i don't know why i did that um i just felt like okay it'll be cool to um listen to some and yeah i felt like i should record it and put it out in the universe because unfortunately there might be someone out there who might be suffering through the same and i just want you to know that yeah i'm sorry for the way that it feels it's just it's not pleasant but on that happy note take care people love the food that you can love you know it's it's fun um i can only um observe it from the sidelines but like for people who enjoy food please count your blessings and you know love it like you love yourself and the people that you love so you know fill out our quotient of difficulty of food with your love of food so that's that's my take i'll see you some other time hopefully soon hopefully not well we'll see take care bye bye